Hello, and welcome to EDUCAST, steam powered by the School District of Altoona. EDUCAST is by educators for everyone and will focus on important educational topics. My name is Heidi Eliopoulos. I'm the superintendent for the School District of Altoona in Altoona, Wisconsin, and I'm the host of EDUCAST. I'm joined by guests Elissa Upward and Tommy Tomesh. Elissa is the activities director here in Altoona, and Tommy is a student athlete at Altoona High School. Tommy participates in football, wrestling, track and field, as well as some additional activities that we'll talk about today. Welcome, Alyssa and Tommy. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, Elissa, once upon a time, we looked at high school graduation as the finish line. We supported students meeting the graduation requirements, called their name, they walked across the stage, we shook their hand and wished them well. We now see graduation as the starting line, and we focus on helping students discover and prepare for what they plan to come next after graduation. For that reason, I like to ask all of our guests about their career aspirations and pathways. So, Elissa, did you always want to be an activities director, and is that what you set out to do after high school graduation? I love this question. <laughs> so, um, obviously, I've always had a passion for sports. I grew up playing volleyball, basketball, and softball. Um, but I also had a passion for art and art history. So that's actually what I pursued was an art and art history degree. Um, really was looking at maybe becoming a curator. I like that idea of just providing a window to the past um, or an art gallery director, um, just promoting work of visual artists, uh, getting their names out and, and things like that. But then I also was um, interested in design work, and that's eventually what um, th what I did from home. Um, and it's something that I actually did for about two years um, while raising uh, two of my girls. Um, and what I noticed about it is, as much as I loved being at home with the kids, <laughs> I really missed the social aspect mm -hmm. um, of talking to adults um, throughout the day um, and just missed that interaction. So I, I actually picked up a part-time job with Shields which was an awesome company to work for. Um, and I did design work on the side um, with that. Uh, what I realized then is that I loved working and connecting with a, a lot of different people um, and also just being able to provide a service for people. Um, and so I became full-time there and uh, kind of moved away from the design work and um, was actually a shop manager running sport and game. So I got back into the athletic side of, of life that I had kind of grown up with um, all along. Um, and then during this time, at the same time, I'm also coaching for Altoona um, for volleyball as an assistant since 2008. And then 2013 took over the head coach position. So I was already connected with the school. And within that, I was just looking for more opportunities and I actually came upon the um, the AD office and just everything that I had to do. Um, but just now as a director, I, I just look back and the reason I love that question is because my path is just not what I thought it would have been, um, but I don't think I'd give up any of it. Um, you know, it's not the norm, but I value all the things that I learned from all those past experiences of what put me here. Yeah, I love that, that you started out thinking art, thinking curator, and now here you are an activities director. And the flip of it as well, so many activities director have backgrounds in education and you have a different background that you bring to the table. So I love that. How about you, Tommy? Do you have any thoughts in mind about what might come next for you after high school? Um, I, I plan to go to college. Um, something 
in business, I think I've always, I've, my dad's in business and I've always talked about it with him and always asked questions. So, and it always seemed really interesting. So something business related, I don't know exactly what, but go to college and then eventually end up in that kind of, that career field. Yeah. And there's lots of options in business. I mean, you can mm -hmm. have, you can work in business or have your own business in really any other field. So that's, that's great to hear. That's wide open. So largely it's your dad who's influenced that thought mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. Or a, a lot of my family is, uh, in that career. So it, it's always just been, I've always been surrounded by it my whole life. So it's kind of, kind of just always been what I've been interested in. I've, I've always just thought that's what I was going to do. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. That's awesome. So Elisa, we're learning a lot more about what types of experiences students should have in order to be successful after high school. And co-curricular participation has actually been identified as a very important experience for students that they should have in order to be prepared for a future career. Why do you think that is? Yeah, I think, um, Co-curriculars are incredibly important for students just because they teach so many important skills. Um, you know, working with the Redefining Ready Report, um, which is that guide, you know, educate on the importance of engaging and participating in opportunities. Um, really, that report kind of shows uh, these indicators supported by research that shows the increase of a student being successful um, with post-secondary plans. And one of them is co-curricular participation. Um, so I really like that connection with our with our office um, because what we do in our office is is a lot of busy stuff, um, but it's all a lot of exciting things, um, and it's all about providing opportunities for students. And the more that students want to participate in in things, it just makes our job that much more fun. Um, but yeah, I think it all goes back to those those skills. Yeah. So you're the second guest that we've had who have mentioned redefine, redefining ready. So as I understand it, it's essentially an answer key or schools could use it as a playbook for planning around what kinds of experiences students should have in order to be prepared for college career or both really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just a lot of things with those um, skills, um, you know, something that I can just think of off the top of my head, like sports medicine careers, right? Um, you know, we're talking like physical therapist, athletic trainer, um, nutritionist. Um, a lot of those skills could actually be like compassion and organization, um, analytical thinking. And you're going to have those same type of skills on the basketball court. You're going to have those same type of skills, um, you know, in a, in a show choir performance or uh, anything like that. So I think a lot of those can come into um, real life uh, and following after school. Yeah, so students are developing skills by participating in activities that are highly applicable in the workforce. That makes total sense. Um, are there any other skills you can see students developing through activity participation that are also highly desirable for employers? Yeah, I think a lot of uh, soft skills um, that I'd like to touch on. Um, there's There's many out there, right? Um, but the, the things that I can think of off the top of my head that are probably most applicable is uh, teamwork, um, critical thinking, uh, work ethic, right? Putting in a, a lot of work, um, patience, uh, being able to communicate with with everyone, right? Not just your teammates or your peers. Um, maybe it's an official, it's a, an advisor. 
Um, you know, and, and how about stress management, just being able to, you know, just being able to, um, maintain all those things. But a lot of them are soft skills that are just, I mean, it's hard to learn without having those experiences and by students putting themselves out there, they're able to, uh, to do that. All right, Tommy. So Elissa talked to us about some of these skills, teamwork, critical thinking, commitment, stress management and learning through experiences. Um, from a student point of view, um, can you tell us about the role that co-curriculars have played in your school experience? Um, I've been doing sports and clubs as long as I can remember for my whole life. And just, it's taught every single one of those skills I've developed by playing sports and all these other activities. Um, like I haven't, haven't been always the, we haven't always been the best teams in the world. So having to work hard and having to work through problems is a, a skill I've learned more than others. And it's just this curric the curriculars help a ton with, uh, skills and stuff. Yeah, that's great. And I love that you brought up that example because, um, so many times it's easy to look at the championship team and talk about all the things that they did to get there, but it's a different level of hard work and commitment when you're working through the challenges on your team as well. Excellent. Thank you for that insight. I appreciate that. So Elissa, Tommy is a great example of someone who is highly interested, skilled, and committed to athletics. What about our students who maybe aren't interested in athletics or who want experiences in addition to athletics? Are there options for co-curricular activities that aren't sports? Absolutely. So, um, you know, I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, show choir. Um, we have um, National Honor Society. We have uh, DECA, um, Mock Trial, and um, I mean, the list goes on. So there's a lot of opportunities for kids to be involved in many different things um, and many different things that are of interest to them. That's excellent. Tommy, do you participate in, in other activities in addition to sports? Um, I'm also in DECA and National Honor Society. All right, excellent. So what kinds of things do you do? Like we can picture what you probably do on the football field or wrestling mat or on the track, but what do you do as part of those other organizations? Um. Uh, National Honor Society, that one, we volunteer and help in the community um, and just give back. And it's a great, great community, great uh, club that I, I love being in. And DECA is just preparing me for the future, preparing me to be in, I mean, I said I wanted to be in business. It will help me get experience and help me learn how to for my future on how to be an entrepreneur and market and those kind of skills. Yeah. So DECA is an after-school activity where you're developing business marketing skills, um, practicing the way you might a sport and then competing the way you might a sport as well, if I'm understanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's um, hopefully will help you kind of have that competitive edge as well as you move forward with college and career after this as well. Awesome. Awesome. So Elissa, it sounds like we do have quite a few options for students in terms of co-curricular activities. 
Are there any others that are currently underway or anything in progress right now as we um, continue to understand the importance of these opportunities for students? Yeah, there's actually one that just came uh, up uh, not too long ago. CESA is actually providing educators rising. Um, so it's actually a, an opportunity for students that are looking to become, um, they're looking to go into the education field. Um, so they actually got to go on a, a, on a kind of tour trip um, last week uh, to dive into that a little bit more. Um, so so th there's that. Um, I also am in communication about robotics um, at the Pablo right now. So that one just kind of fell into our lap actually as of very late last week. So I'm, I'm really excited to explore that a little bit more um, because I, I do feel like we have enough student base that would be really interested in in participating in that. Excellent. So we've talked a bit about um, the benefits of these activities in terms of benefits for our students and the skills that um, they will be developing through this process. I'm wondering if either of you have any thoughts about could there be any benefits to employers in knowing about and understanding about the skills that um, students are developing today that might be a little different than when they came through school? What do you think, Tommy? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it with the the skills that you're learning in curriculars, it'd be not it. They all translate to the workforce and the in your future. So I think it, yeah, it'd be it's good that to have to be joining activities and be joining extra stuff. Yeah, I can, I can also just attest that Tommy's, uh, you know, in the wrestling program right now. We're actually a co-op so it's two different schools so you have to actually bring together two different schools to come together as a team to you know face your opponent and that's really challenging to do um, but they're doing it really well right now um, and so there's that teamwork and the hard work and the mm -hmm. dedication and all that stuff right there but um, there is something that's it's very mental as well because it's a very very tough sport I have not participated in myself uh, but I watched enough of it uh, to know that it, it takes a lot um, to be uh, uh, good at what they're doing. So, so yeah, I think I think just a lot of those things, um, you know, like I, I, I just, even the, I brought up stress management. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's one that really, uh, if we can teach that uh, as soon as possible with, with students and go through that where they can kind of walk through challenges and be able to work through them and be, um, you know, have like positive, proactive uh, uh, things in place. Um, I think that's really important. And I think it's also important that the workforce, they, they know that about them. They, they know that they're, they're able to put in the work and, and that they really, you know, give a lot of effort into what they do and they are showing passion for what they're doing as well. Right. Absolutely. And even a bit of overcoming differences because when you bring up the wrestling example, we co-op with Regis, which is a team that sometimes we play against in other sports. Yeah. And now you're on the same team, which is uh, a different perspective altogether. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're rivals. We've been rivals for a long time. So yeah. come playing, like playing football, we'd play football against each other. And then a month later, We'd have to all be working together, wrestling together, and trying to become a team. It, yeah. It was challenging at first, but we've we've learned to get past the differences for those couple of months and make a, pr a pretty successful team. Yeah. With it. 
Yeah, and something I also noticed just you, I mean, you brought up football. Um, I think it was just at the end of our season, uh, the football team actually, it was after one of the last games where you stayed after for a little bit and talked with the opposing team. Um, and it sounded like they shared pizza even for a little bit. Um, but it was just, yeah, so just being able to talk with your opponents and, and you know, you, you want to go out on the field and you want to win. Yeah. Um, but it's that, that good sportsmanship and uh, being able to talk to them afterwards um, like you normally would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's especially relevant because there are not very many jobs anymore that a person does in total isolation. I mean, you need each other on a team and to work together and communicate and um, developing those skills is is critical. So, Elissa, you had mentioned um, some co-curriculars underway now, Educators Rising, which I personally love because schools are not different than other employers. We're looking for employees as well. Um, And robotics, that's amazing. Uh, Anything on the horizon for the future here? Yeah, so I'll I'll just even touch on robotics just a little bit more, but I have two of them. But um, robotics, I just getting into that mechanical CAD and Java um, programming and 3D printing, there's just a lot of great opportunities there. And with us having a fab lab here um, and having our kids over there and doing these things, um, I think that it's just going to be a a good connection once we get the ball rolling. Uh, But one for the future that I'm, I'm really um excited about is actually hosa it's the future health uh, professionals um so it's a student-run club but really they promote uh, career opportunities in health industry and that's yeah. something i think uh we have some some really um we have some students that are really interested in those careers uh and just especially in serving uh, others so I think that that would be something that would be really positive for our school district. Absolutely. And so relevant. I mean, the Chippewa Valley, we have, have so much, uh, so many healthcare employment opportunities that what a relevant uh, interest area to help students build up to learn uh, if they're interested in a career in that area, but also to let them know if they're not interested in a career Absolutely. before they head off to college or um, start a career. Well, I really appreciate this different perspective we were able to take. I mean, um, co-curriculars, I'm sure for, for us and for those who are listening, we've we've always known about sports and we've always um, felt it as something that can bring communities together when everyone comes out for the big game. Um, but this is really a different way of looking at things um, and a different understanding of the way co-curriculars play into the student experience, not just for right now, not just for camaraderie and socialization, but also helping them uh, develop those key skills that will help any of our students be successful after high school graduation. So I really appreciate your perspectives, both as an activities director and as a student athlete. So today we've been talking about the role of co-curriculars in the student experience. Thank you very much to our two guests on Educast, Elissa Upward, the Activities Director in the School District of Altoona, and Tommy Tomesh, who's both a student athlete and participates in activities like DECA and National Honor Society. Thank you both so much for joining us and for talking to us about this important aspect of the student experience. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.